Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Good morning, Michael Guerin joining you two days out from the Eureka, the $2.1 million race coming up at Menangle on Saturday night. And very shortly, we're going to talk to the man in the hottest of hot seats, Grant Dixon. He trains and drives the great leap to fame, who has drawn slightly wide, but he probably was always going to for the big race. It's on Menangle Saturday night. There's going to be concerts afterwards, drone shows, food trucks, you name it. It's going to be a cool experience. It is free to go. If you're in Sydney or New South Wales and you want to go to Menangle, you can register your interest at Club Menangle's website. But yes, you can get along and see some very, very good horses. The best of them is the horse we're about to talk about, Leap to Fame, is a superstar with the tab he is 1.8 to beat Miracle Mile winner Catch a Wave at 3.8. Then the three-year-old, the Lost Storm, third favourite at 4.8, although three-year-olds so far in the short history of three- and four-year-old mixed races don't have a great record. Leap to Fame won the last of those three- and four-year-old mixed races for a lot less money. It was called The Rising Sun, but Grant Dixon... This week, you have the favourite for a $2.1 million race. You've been doing this a long time. Do you get nervous? Do you get excited? Or do you just get down to work? Uh, morning, Mick. Um, I, I think it's been a, a long-term uh, plan and uh, always on our mind for a long period of time. Um, yeah, so I don't know whether it's nerves or but they're just, yeah, just hoping that we sort of give him a good prep going into it and obviously Saturday night give him a good drive. Mate, you're an old school horseman. Do you, one of those guys who subscribes to, you do your job, you go through the process as long as the horse gets around safe in one piece, what'll be, will be? Um, yeah, yeah, I like at the end of the day, uh, I don't like to treat any of his races like it's the, the last race that I've got to drive him in and, and that, but um, I, I know that you know Saturday night's a big race, probably the biggest race he's going to go around in his career. And, um, yeah, hopefully, um, yeah, we've got him right. OK, let's talk about him. He missed his last lead-up race, but you do have good horses you can work with at home. How fit is he and how close to the peak we've seen at times here in New South Wales or more often in Queensland? How close is he to that peak for Saturday night, uh, I think uh, me and Trista have got him right. Um, you know, on, we give him a good sort of probably a race hit out at home with a with a galloping pacemaker, and he he he, he done it particularly well. And um, we've given him a lot of lot of strong work, and uh, we feel like you know we we've done his weight before he left home. It was where we wanted it. Um, we done his blood; it was good. So he sort of felt like he's. His work was as good as it's been, and everything else was sort of ticked off too. So, yeah, we, we feel that, you know, we probably at this point we couldn't have done any more. Just talking about his weight, I, I would guess he'd be about a 485, 490 kilo horse, or now he's a stallion. Is he starting to get a bit bigger and top in the 500? No, he sort of sits between 460 and uh, 470, pretty much he's... Um, Wait at the moment. I think you know probably when he gets to five, he'll, he'll, he'll go up a pinch. Uh, like he's 
he's not a gross, gross dawn horse. He, he eats well without sort of, um, sort of guts in his food and that. So, no, we're, we're sort of, yeah, sort of pleased where he's at. All right, you've drawn one from the outside of the front line. Most of the horses in the race aren't good enough to get in your way, and I don't think they'll try to. But there's one who is. Catch a wave. A horse who actually you haven't seen much of with this horse is a Miracle Mile winner, and Kate Gath has been very open about what she's going to try and do, which is stay in front of you. What can you do? Oh, I think I've got to stay fairly close to it. Um, I've probably just got to be dictated of the tempo of the race, of where, where I land, and and pretty much go from there. I think I just sort of yeah try and rate the race of tempo and and yeah like yeah just pretty much drive my race off that. Andy told me Andy Gath, the trainer of Catch a Wave, the slower they go, the better chance Catch a Wave has. With that in mind. Is it a case that, for example, down the back straight, when you get to the 1,000-metre mark, that you start to eyeball them and maybe try and find those deficiencies, whether they're anaerobic, whether they're mental, in catch a wave? Or are you reluctant to do that in case it potentially brings other horses into the race? Yeah, but you've got to find a happy medium there where you don't want to let catch a wave be able to use his uh, dynamic speed uh, feature that way and, and obviously you don't want to set yourself up to get run over by the by the other horses in the race so there's a lot of it's a field of good horses and and champion trainers so um i think you know there's 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 multiple chances if if um like like you say the two fancies go to the wall there's, there's plenty of other runners there that can camp on that are going to run home that's for sure Captain Ravishing's had a very unusual prep, hasn't raced for, for six months. What have you made of him? Is it a case that you don't really pay much attention to your opposition? Or have you, like most people in harness racing, been slightly fascinated and slightly bemused by the whole thing? Well, I think you've got to take good interest in all your runners. Um, that's not, you know, it's not all about uh, Captain Ravishing, but... Uh, Obviously, he is definitely an X-factor horse because you can see when he's at his brilliant best how, how good he is. Um, obviously, that they've had a little bit of a checkered probably preparation with him, but I'm sure that the fact that they're going forward from this point that they're obviously happy enough with him that they know that he's going to be going to run a race. Grant, in the last race on Saturday night, which is straight after this one, so you're not going to have much time to, to think about what happens in the Eureka. You're straight back in the sulky with Tim's a trooper uh, in the new race, the Stockade. You told me he probably wasn't best suited by trying to lead in the Singo two weeks ago. Any chance he can bounce back for those looking for a, a get-out stakes after an awfully long Saturday? Oh, look, we're, we're happy with him. You know, he's, he's settled in now. Um, he doesn't really like going through the retention barn, Tim's a trooper, but... Uh, I think he, he's gonna, he'll handle it a lot better Saturday night because he's got his mate leap the fame with him and I, I'm hoping that they can keep each other nice and relaxed in there and and uh, we'll, we'll see the real Tim's a trooper Saturday night. When you talk about the retention barn, catch your waves are gelding, it's easier for the geldings. Uh, is it an issue at all for leap to fame? Because... Uh, Brittany Graham, one of our other hosts on On The Pace, was telling me these days he is getting a bit culty. He's starting to have an, an interest in the opposite sex. And, of course, there is a mare 
in the retention barn this year in Cypher. So is that any factor? Oh, look, he hasn't, but he was in there when he won the derby. Um, I don't really think it'll worry him because he is really a relaxed horse and I can say just the fact that he's going to have him to trooper with him, I, I think that'll help a lot. Like, in a perfect world, I'd rather just keep him where he is now, but obviously that's not the case. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that it doesn't doesn't affect him. I, as long as he doesn't sort of kick the walls too much. Tim, Tim's a trooper, did sort of kick a lot the other day when he was in there, but I'm, I'm, like I say, I'm hoping that now that he's got his mate that he'll be just more, more settled with the whole concept of it all. He has had a bit of practice at it now, so... Yeah, we're just hoping that everything goes to, goes to plan. It's a great night, uh, Grant. You've got a great horse to go to it. Tell me, uh, does, does Trista go buy you a new tie somewhere today in Campbelltown so you've got something nice to wear to the races? Or are you not a collar and tie man when you usually pop along to the trots on a Saturday night because you're driving? Yeah, well, I'm normally um, uh, not in my normal clothes very long. I'd probably get changed pretty quick, but Saturday night, um, obviously only in the last two races so uh, but to answer your question no I'm not really a collar and tie man <laughs> I didn't think you were Grant <laughs> it would be nice though to be wearing the trophy for the Eureka after the 7th on Saturday night mate look good luck um, he's a wonderful horse I think everybody loves him he's my top pick he's Brittany's top pick for those who are playing along at home and Mate, I'd love to see him win for Kevin and Kay Seymour, who have put more money into harness racing than anybody else I can think of. So we appreciate your time this morning. Looking forward to seeing your boys on Saturday night. Thanks, mate. Cheers. It's Grant Dixon, excellent horseman. He's driven over 5,000 winners, and he has the favourite for the Eureka. So what do you need to know? Well, the first race at Menangle goes at 5.32. So a bit of crossover there with the gallops. There's a bit of time there if you want to leave the gallops or stick on the same TV channel, go to the pub, play along. There'll be coverage on Sky Thoroughbred Central. So Sky Thoroughbred Central will have television coverage from 7 o'clock. So the first few races will be on Sky, on the normal Sky channel, Sky 1. Then STC will take over with a lot bulkier and more in-depth coverage, hosted by one of the best hosts in the business in Ryan Phelan. Brittany will be there. I'll put my ugly head on television and we can all have a chat and try and find you a winner, along with Cassie Fahey from Sky. So there's going to be a lot of on-track, off-track type action. Um, Then if you want to go to Menangle, Register your interest with Club Menangle's website to say, hey, I'm coming along. But just in case they can work out how many people are coming, what facilities they need to provide. All the HOSPO is gone. Uh, It was gone a long time ago. And then Birds of Tokyo, the band, play after the last. Now, the last is at quarter past nine. It'll run till about 20 past nine. They'll get ready to rock about 9.30. So Menangle's a bloody long way to go for most people. I understand that. So if you are intending having a couple of drinks and heading back down the M5, I would suggest you get a sober driver uh, or catch the train. You can catch the train. It's actually two trains from the centre of Sydney to head out there. It's a wonderful place to watch racing. Uh, Unlike the galloping tracks, you're really close to the horses. They go past you a lot more times. And there's a big grass area you can sit down and relax on. So if you've never been to Menangle, it's a really cool time to go. Uh, but if it's too far to go, catch us on Sky Thoroughbred Central from 7 o'clock with very in-depth coverage of the great race. 
And if you've only got time for one race, because we know there's some pretty good footy on Saturday night too, the big race goes at 8.45, the Tab Eureka. Good luck to all the connections of those horses. We hope they all get around safe, which is the most important thing. We'll talk about the punting side, the nitty-gritty, your money side, on finding winners, the harness part of that will be from around about 10.30 tomorrow morning. Look forward to talking to you then.